Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here are your hosts, Bob Lambert and Jennifer Villarreal. Hey, good Saturday afternoon. This is Bob Lambert, the co-host of Faith Marketplace, where we equip entrepreneurs, small business owners, and with resources, community, to make the kingdom impact, to glorify our mighty God, while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. I'm Bob Lambert, the co-host of the Faith Marketplace, the founding partner of Samurai Business Group. We offer entrepreneurs, individuals, and small mid-market companies and their teams advanced business development and sales skills and competency techniques. Most of our clients report that they are doubled or tripled their top-line revenue within 12 to 18 months. At Samurai Business Group, we're here to put the win back in your sales. Hey, we got a show today for you folks. Fasten your seatbelts because I have two fabulous guests today. Both of them calling in from different parts of the country today, so they're going to really light you up. I'd like to introduce you to Claire Price. She is the president of Octane Growth Systems, and you're going to hear how she's going to put some octane in your business today, believe me. And Claire, I want you to share with our audience quickly, uh, what is Octane Growth Systems? Well, Bob, thank you very much for having me today. Octane Growth Systems is a global management and marketing consultancy that focuses on customer acquisition and retention the digital way. I love that. Now, you've got quite a testimony or background, so just briefly, let's set this up and share the, uh, let the people know. You know, did you start as a baby Christian? Did you just pop out of the womb and, and praise the Lord? Actually, yes. <laughs> that is the truth. I, I, was, I never doubted that I cannot tell you when I became a Christian because I don't remember when I wasn't one. <laughs> I love mean it. I was always following Christ because I had many times in my lifetime, particularly during college and particularly when I first started in business where I was a definitely a Sunday Christian. You know, ah. you, you, you have your church on Sunday, but when you go into the work world, of course you're ethical, of course you're moral, but you are not necessarily living your faith in the marketplace. And God has really put that on my heart. Uh, he took me through two business failures to teach it to me. And he has really given me the joy and the love of integrating my faith and my work. You know, um, who is your ideal target market here? Who do you really love working with, with your system? I work most with B2B mid-market companies that are looking to scale their revenues through finding new customers and gaining new markets. And so, we focus on six market accelerators for them. We focus on product product innovation, customer acquisition, message clarity, brand development, market expansion, and sales. That's fabulous. And that's really going to be important here, folks, as we get more into this conversation today, especially with our second guest, that how are we going to bring all this together? Because I know that a lot of our audience and our business leaders out there are wondering, boy, how do I get it? Come, You know, 2020, 2020 was one thing. Now, how am I going to make the turn into 2021? Um what would you say were the problems, Claire, that you solve for these clients? Um, that's really the, 
really on their minds, keeping them up at night? The biggest problem that I solve is I'm stuck and I can't get to the next revenue level. And mm. that can be because I've grown organically. I run my business, particularly family businesses I work with a lot. They get to a certain level and then they need a, another level of expertise. And I bring that expertise to them uh, in those revenue generating uh, areas. Yeah. You know what I love when you uh, shared with us, uh, you have a favorite Bible quote, don't you? Yes, I do. That's John fifteen five, And it says, I am the vine and you were the branch. Without me, you can do nothing. And for me, that is the truth. Um, I've tried to do it my way. I've tried. I tried to be a walking branch. I didn't get very far. So, so I reattached myself, or God gently reattached him. him I love it. And we we move forward that way. Yeah, you know, uh, he also said that you how your 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 connection to Christ defines your life. Well, what does that mean? How does Christ define your life? It, he defines my life because every decision that I make, every choice that I put, that I put out there, I mean, every life decision has to go in front of the Lord. And I have to get a really strong, particularly in a big decision, a really strong um, affirmation from him that this is the way to go. And, and Octane Growth Systems has gone through a couple of uh, evolutions and um, there have been doors that the Lord has closed. Recently, he did close a couple of doors for me, and what the result of that was the new Octane Growth System. So that's part of it. The other part of it is I made a huge decision this year to move from Sacramento, California to Raleigh, North Carolina in July, <laughs> and that decision had to be 100% the Lord's because he just smoothed the path every way, even during a pandemic. Wow. <laughs> there you go, folks. Boy, I don't. I wonder how many of us out there had that kind of a challenge during that pandemic. Oh, and I brought my ninety-five-year-old mother with me. Oh boy, <laughs> she was happy wow. to get out of California. Uh, there you go. <laughs> that was a get out of California card. You played the mom card, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Um, you know, all of us have. You know, and particularly clear what I was struck by in our in your testimony, in your conversation. Uh, these business, you know, we talk about successes a lot. Uh, what did the what did you learn from those failures or the things that really had you on your knees? Well, I, again, I learned that I can't do it on my own. Right. I also learned that that trusting the Lord has to be a moment by moment thing. One of the biggest things that I took away was you can't. And I used to do this. I used to get up in the morning, read a little Bible, get on with my day, never check in with God again. That doesn't happen anymore. There's a constant <laughs> check in. To make sure that I am on his path, because I know if I'm on his path, I am going to be successful regardless of what the world's view of success is. And if I'm yeah. on his path, I'm not going to be successful again, regardless of what the world's view is. <laughs> Boy, I got to tell you, you're probably you're, you're probably the only one that's ever said anything like that on this show, you know. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> you know, I'm kidding you. You know, it, it's a, it's interesting. And also those seasons that we go through in life, right? I mean, yeah, th let's face it. There's different kinds of seasons, different things that, in life's experiences that, you know, can bring us to our knees or accelerate us to the heights that, you know, we didn't even know we could attain ourselves, right? So when you work when you work with clients, what really lights you up in that relationship? And and also, how do you minister to your clients or people that you run into? 
The biggest thing that just lights me up, Bob, is when I see the results that my clients are getting. I had one client, I'll give you, I want to tell Kelly's story real quick. Yeah. She's my personal trainer. In March of 2020, she was out of a job. She had nowhere to go, No, had to figure out a whole new life for herself. And working together, we actually transfer, transformed her business the digital way. She is now a fully, fully operational digital business coach. The fact that she's still in Sacramento and I'm in Raleigh, I get to train with her. <laughs> I love it. Never have happened. Um, and she's got clients now all over the place. So um, that success, their success is my success. Right. And we love those stories here on Faith Marketplace because that's really the kind of stuff that binds. Those are practical examples of you know, the type of thing that you did. So how did you help her transform that? What, 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 you know, what did you do for her to help her transform the business? I, we sat down and we, when we put together a plan for her to figure out a way first to start training online. So she found a digital platform called Flight Live and that really replaced, that became her virtual gym. And she okay. was able to then do all of her training, but that was not good enough for Kelly. Kelly wanted to really run her own business and not be dependent on anyone else's business again. So we took the next step and we created a whole new website for her. She'd never had a website before. Uh, we created advertising, Facebook advertising. Uh, we did a full client referral program and helped her really get that, that business off the ground. And I think you also ask about ministering to my clients. I pray right. for my clients. I pray before and after my my time with them so that even if they are not Christians, they will find the Lord or find something that they can relate to. Okay. Hey, listen, folks, she's got some goodies here, and I'm going to hold the good one out for the next segment so you can come back. But text us at 224-404-1988. And everybody that does that, te texts us in, we're going to send you the link to get Make Remote Work. So Make Remote Work. I love that. I love that catchphrase. That's great. And I, so that's what uh, she's going to be giving away to everybody that texts the number 224-404-1988. So, Claire, um, what do you give the Lord praise for? <laughs> Everything. I'm trying to think of one specific thing. I'm going to say I'm going to give him praise for our for our connection, Bob, that we connected through Kingdom Influencers, because it's important to have a kingdom impact, particularly now in this world today. Got to yeah. get that in. Yeah. Kingdom impact is critical. And I'm grateful for that. Well, I know that's one of your passions and I wanted to bring that out of you. That's why I asked that, because I wanted to draw that out because you really have a passion for a kingdom ministry, don't you? Uh, absolutely. And I want yeah. to see that expand. Yeah, expanding, and we're working on that business mountain, aren't we? And the kingdom influencers, so we're we need to take that mountain back, and we did need to do it quickly. Yeah, I hear you, girl. I'm I'm with you there. Hey, well, listen, folks, you want to stay locked and loaded here when I bring Claire back because she's going to give you some tips on how you can incorporate your faith at work, some more meat on the bone of to what Octane's really doing, and probably another story or two there. So you want to stay with us. Uh, also, plug into faithmarketplace.com. we got all kinds of goodies and resources out there. And also, if you're feeling particularly generous in 2021, hit the Donate button. That's how we support this ministry. We'd love for you to do that. So stay tuned. I'm going to be right back with Claire Price. 
This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with my special uh, guest, Claire Price. She is the president of Octane Growth Systems, which is really important. You heard a little bit of her Octane story before, but we got a couple other stories about how she's got some high-octane things going on. And also, she told me there's a story about a church lady, so we got to get that out of her. we got to coax that out of her. And then also, we want to do, how does iron sharpen iron, you know, in this whole relationship of business and faith and work? So, Claire, uh, where do you want to start? Which story do you want to tell us? Well, why don't we kick off a little bit with Octane and talk about, because the Lord has reformed my company. In the last year, the Lord has reformed Octane, which was just doing general marketing, uh, messaging, consulting, and I was in the middle of writing a book. Uh, in January, I went to a, a January book retreat where I met Deb Brown Maher, who I know you also know, and we're going to get to her story, um, how she's influenced me. But um, he reformed it with Make Remote Work so that he added something that I can bring to small business owners that's so critical, and that is closing the digital growth gap. Because those, those businesses who have made the transition to the digital environment and have and have put uh, their business in the cloud or added digital technologies, they are starting to thrive now. The Mm -hmm. ones that are not are still struggling. What my new offering does is it combines marketing, customer-facing market accelerators, a smart execution process, which which gives you a blueprint, and then it automates that process so that you can let it run seamlessly in the background and re- and reduce your time, save your time, save your energy, save your resources. Wow. That sounds like something I need. <laughs> okay, hey. Bob, we can talk. <laughs> yes, yes, we can. You know, uh, Let me, you know, uh, tell me about the church lady. What was that story Okay, about? so you asked me who inspires you, and I want to talk about my, my wonderful friend, Deb, uh, Deb Brown-Marr who uh, I met in January at this book retreat that I'm talking about. And she had a book called Sell Like Jesus. Right. She She's comes been on the show. This book, and I'm sitting there in the background as a Christian going, well, I just don't think that that is appropriate that we would have a book that says Sell Like Jesus, because that is just not what, you know, that I put my little church lady hat on and I was like <laughs> ruffling my feathers in the back. And uh, the next morning I was in prayer with the Lord. And the Lord said to me, number one, I gave her that title. So what's your problem? <laughs> and number two, think about how many times my name was mentioned in that offsite yesterday, which never would have happened before. So that was the beginning of a beautiful friendship and great inspiration between Deb and myself. Yeah, and uh, I don't know that you didn't know, but I Deb was on the show last year, and she she is a rock star. I I love Deb, and the way that she put it out there, and how she took some slings and arrows for the title, uh, is just a solid testimony to the Lord because uh, in in how He gifted her with that. That is terrific. Hey, folks, I want you to get out there in Texas at two two four four zero four nineteen eighty eight, and everybody that Texas is going to get the link to Claire's ebook, Make Remote Work. Well, here's a special one. For two people, the first two people that text us, again, at 224-404-1988, are going to receive 
a free hour of growth planning session with Claire. Now, here's the key word. You have the word, the word octane, and it's spelled O-C-T-A-I-N. So get out there in Texas, 224-404-1988. The first two that text in are going to get a privilege of a full hour with Claire on growth planning session with the keyword octane. Claire, okay, we're coming up here. we got a little bit of less than a minute. So what I want to know, Claire, is what advice would you give to your, uh, you know, your younger self? Uh, I would say pay more attention to the people who are trying to give you good mentorship and advice and don't think that you know it all. <laughs> and don't be like the ch- church lady, right? <laughs> don't be a church lady and don't be a, a little know-it-all girl. I'm a, I'm a data junkie, so I, I'm, I always know a lot. But that doesn't mean I know how to apply a lot. Right. And I've learned through those mentors to apply, and that's the advice I would give. Yeah, that, that's... Talk less, listen more. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, really particularly for our younger audience, too, right? For our emerging business leader, that's really important because, you know, they can go off on that path where it's more analytics and all that stuff. But, you know, the human element here, you know. Absolutely. Uh, so that, that's great advice, and I really appreciate you doing that. Well, Claire, thank you so much. We're going to have Claire back in our last session, which is going to be a roundtable session, and we're going to have a mystery subject for all you guys, so you better stay tuned. But I'd like to introduce you now to our next guest, and that is John Haney. I love the name of his company, Traction Ace. Uh, he is a the founder of that, but he's also a, a professional implementer of EOS, which is the Entrepreneur Operating System, which I'm a big fan of and know um, a bunch of folks that are involved in that. So, John, welcome. Thanks for having me, Bob. Well, the other thing I'd like to take a tip of hat to, and also thank you for your service. You are a former uh, Air Force pilot. Uh, F-16s, was it? Uh, F-15s. F-15s. And uh, you were you served on tours of duty and all that stuff. So thank you for your service. I appreciate that. Why don't you give our our listeners a little bit of your background and how you got to where you're at today? Absolutely. Yeah, I uh, grew up in a small farm town in Ohio and uh, ran a couple of businesses as a kid. You know, lawn care and general services stuff like that. But uh, uh, enjoyed enjoyed that life and uh, good morals. Uh, small town uh, growing up. I uh, found Christ when I was in high school. And, uh, you know, I gave my life to Jesus uh, when I was a freshman and kind of changed the way I approach things. Uh, September 11th happened my senior year of high school. So I ended up uh, going to the Air Force Academy to uh, study business and serve the country. And then, like you said, flew uh, F-15s for a little over a decade and uh, was a real estate investor for six years and uh, just recently have gotten into EOS implementing. So, yeah, kind of a crazy ride. Yeah, now the the, the, with the important part of that story is that you actually uh, was in a company that uh, uh, implemented EOS, right? Yeah, we actually we used it in the uh, in the military, uh, believe it or not, um, very haphazardly, but uh, <laughs> got a little bit more traction in the organization, accountability and discipline. So if you believe it, with a bunch of fighter pilots, <laughs> I love it. Why don't you share with the audience then? What is EOS? What is this traction thing? What is this all about? Yeah, so the entrepreneurial operating system, it's uh, basically just a holistic, complete set of simple tools that uh, basically allows uh, business owners to get more of what they want from their business, working from people uh, to process, getting, you know, the health of the organization up, uh, running on data, and uh, getting a good, solid vision for it. Yeah. Hey, I loved your quote in here where you uh, 
took uh, Colossians 3.23. Why don't you share with the audience, why is that important to you? You know, it's no matter what you're doing in life, uh, it's it's all about, you know, what who are you doing it for, right? And right. at the end of the day, it's for Jesus, right? And so keeping that foremost in our minds, uh, you know, if we keep our eye on the prize, that really helps us out. Yeah. yeah I love that one. It's one of my personal favorites. And a lot of business folks that I know, you know, uh, use this also, uh, that you're working for the Lord rather onto that. You know, and, and that gets back to our point. Even if you're out there, uh, audience, and then the listeners are out there, uh, you might be setting as, you know, not a leader in a company or whatever that case might be, but you are a leader in where you're at, okay? And God planted you there. So what's really important for us to understand is really uh, being faithful and showing up for work and being excellent. I think that's one of the things that we don't really get talked to from the pulpit sometimes is that, uh, you know, work is a ministry. You know, you don't have to go off to, although all the other ministries are great, but you can have a ministry right at work. So, John, how do you minister to clients and, and, and through your, you know, the, your buddies in the service and all that? What, what kind of ministry were you doing? Yeah. So, you know, kind of you look at Jesus and what was he? He was like the perfect example of a servant leader, right? He led by example. And so I try and do the same thing with all of my clients, you know, being a servant leader to them, to elevate them, you know, put them in charge so that they really feel like they're getting more uh, from their business. And in turn, you know, modeling that for them so they can model it for their employees. Because we're working with big companies sometimes, you know, 250 employees. So really just getting that culture throughout the organization. But it yeah. starts at the top and it goes all the way down, like you said. Now you you've had a, a couple uh, detours as far as uh, locations in the country, but why don't you share with our audience? Where are you at right now? I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, so we got the Carolina connection going on today. And what what made you land there? Uh, so I was doing real estate investing in the Midwest and uh, was doing the remote work before remote work was cool. Uh, and my wife, uh, who I met in the military, she was a, a C-17 pilot in the Air Force. She was flying for American Airlines. So she got based in Charlotte and we have family out here. So it was a perfect fit. Okay. But you also spent a little time in commercial airlines too, didn't you? You know, I did I did a year at Delta Airlines, and uh, the entrepreneur in me was just uh, chomping at the bit to <laughs> run away from corporate as quickly as possible. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. So we got a giveaway here from uh, John today, too. So text us at 224-404-1988. And John has got what we call the Vision Traction Organizer. Uh, it's a two-page document. I personally have used this thing for five years. I'm telling you, it's one of the best documents I've ever seen for a business and really codifying goals and rocks and all that good stuff. I'm not going to spoil it too much. you gotta, you got to text us to get one of these from John, okay? And then in the next segment, he's got a real special gift that he's going to give away. But, John, uh, let me ask you this question now. Who inspires you? So I, uh, I have a mentor. His name's Glenn Mather. He's the CEO of a self-directed IRA company down in Florida, and uh, an amazing Christian guy. Just an awesome leader, servant leadership. You know, he serves as fifty people in his organization really well. But he just cares about his people so much, and just he pours into them. Uh, okay. It doesn't matter day or night. You know, he'll take your call, help you out, and uh, it's just leadership by example. That is awesome, and obviously he had a. Hopefully you had some good experience of that in the service. <laughs> I know I did. I, I There was some, some great leaders I had. Hey, listen, folks, I want you to stay tuned because when we come back with John, we're going to explore a couple of things as to how you incorporate your faith at work. He's going to give us a little bit more about what he does with folks uh, with traction 
And then how do we link our faith and work together, okay? So stay tuned. We're going to be right back with my guest, John Haney. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with my special guest, John Haney. Uh, his company is Traction Ace, and you'll get a connection with that in a minute here. Uh, he is a professional EOS implementer, which is the Entrepreneur Operating System. And the Traction Ace comes from his, his former Air Force pilot of F-15. So he wasn't a, you know, what was that famous movie that they had about those guys, uh, those Navy pilots? The Tuskegee Airmen? No, yeah. Top Gun. Just Top Gun. Just yeah, there you go. Yeah, you know, because I had to put a plug in there for the Navy since I was in the Navy. So, you know, <laughs> I know, John, it's not true that they're the best pilots, though, right? You we guys had are the Iron best Eagle in the Air Force. So that was yeah, there you go. Not quite <laughs> I as love cool. it. <laughs> hey, listen, I know there's some key takeaways that we want to emphasize right now for, you know, the work that you're doing. Um, the fact that U.S. has been around how long now? Uh, it's been around for about 15 years, Bob. 15 years. And it became famous with what? How did it become famous? book huh? called Traction by Gino Wickman. By Gino Wickman, exactly. And I know a lot of people have gotten that thing. I know that here in Chicago, I think we have 17 guys like you or guys and gals like yourself are implementers in the Chicagoland area, which uh, I know probably half of them, and they're, they're great. Uh, I take a great deal of pride in the fact that uh, the top two, I think overall the whole country, we're former graduates of the Samurai Business Group, so they went through our whole uh, sales mastery program and our thriving black belts, as I call them. Okay, so <laughs> and I I know they're all the people that work with you are going all going to be traction aces, right? That's right. <laughs> I love it. So, um, John, the uh, the Bible gives us what tools here that you wanted to emphasize for EOS? You know, it's just. The big things, you know, discipline, accountability, and honesty are kind of three big things that the, the Bible really drives home. And, uh, you know, I feel like with EOS, it's very similar to that running a successful business. Uh, we have those same tools. So in discipline, it's all about making sure we're keeping each other accountable. We're getting the things done, the priorities done that we need to every single quarter so we can achieve that long-term vision. And then we're being honest with each other. So if we're not living up to expectations that, you know, we can have that conversation and get right back on the course and, you know, right the ship. Well, here's what I want people to understand about this. So let's talk about the nuts and bolts here. When somebody gets into the traction, a company comes to you and, and wants to implement the traction program, what is it that you actually do for them? So we work with the leadership team and uh, okay. we basically give them a soup to nuts. We, we talk about their vision, figure out where they're going to go long term. And then we peel it all the way back to what do we need to do next week to start achieving that vision. We find, you know, getting the right people in the right seats. What's the structure that makes sense for them? And we really help get them processes in place that we can be repeatable, scalable, and really allow them to grow and be successful. Okay, so the, do you do that just uh, talking to them, or do you actually get in there and, and work with them for a whole day? What's what's the format? It's a it's a full full on full on experience with the leadership team day day long exercises. So we do uh, you know one session, then we do thirty days later we do another session to really just set the foundational tools there, uh, and then we ultimately get to a quarterly rhythm where we're meeting every ninety days to just check on their accountability, making sure they're hitting their goals. Uh, that we've set forth, and we just continue to iterate the process. Now, I know a bit about this. So when you talk about get the right people on the bus, we're talking about the executive team. So who would be on that team, generally speaking, within a company? 
So typically you'd have a head of sales and marketing, you'd have some operation heads, and then you'd have what we, you know, the finance piece, right? And so uh, we have what we call the integrator, which is another seat that really just harmoniously integrates all those different leaders because, you know, big personalities, sometimes they don't get along. The integrator <laughs> helps them all uh, row in the same direction. And then you have the visionary and the visionary just sets the, really the goal for where we're going. They paint the picture and get everybody on board. Yeah. Because I, I, I want to kind of strike that chord because people can get it maybe as to, kind of sort of maybe, but if they really don't know what this system is, it's really structured for small mid-market companies. And this thing has been highly successful to really get the band together. Everybody's in the right seat. Everybody's held accountable. you got a communication line that, that's going through, like you said, honesty, uh, accountability. And I've seen some fabulous movement in there. You got a story about that? Is, how did that work with your, the company you were in when you guys implemented that? Yeah. So, I mean, it was just the, the health was not good. We weren't meeting our expectations. Uh, you know, we weren't living up to what people thought of for the squadron. And so uh, we really, we took it all the way down to the, our weekly meetings. How were the weekly meetings going? And we, we instituted a new agenda. We called the level 10 agenda, but we held ourselves accountable and we rated ourselves every week. And if we weren't, you know, hitting the level 10, we talked about why not. And we really peeled back the layers of the onion so that the next time we would get better. And we just continued that iterative process you know, we made sure are the people that are doing the jobs that, that are currently they're in, are they the right people for that? Is it a good fit? And if it's not, let's make the change. And so you make the change and, you know, it's a little bit awkward at first, but people grow into their new roles and ultimately the health of the organization is, is much greater as a result. Yeah, the communication is really critical. I mean, I know that I've seen this in companies, particularly small mid-market companies and privately held or family run. Communication sometimes run amok. The meetings aren't on a, on a regular basis, on a schedule. There's no agenda, you know, all those kind of things. I'm sure those are the kind of things. So tell me about um, business or faith results to take commitment. Tell me, talk about the commitment thing, because I know that's a strong piece of this. Yeah. So, I mean, you think about, you know, if you're going to church and uh, you're going to be a stronger Christian, but you're not getting in the word every day, right? You've got to commit every day to getting in the, in the word and accountability partners are so powerful for that, right? And so... In a lot of ways, I am an accountability partner for the leadership teams of these entrepreneurial organizations. So we get what we need done in the session, and then I just check on them to make sure that we're moving the ball forward. But you've got to commit to it. Just like uh, you know, Claire was talking about with her personal trainer, you've got to commit to actually wanting to get better and work out every single day. Like if you're sitting on the, the, the couch hitting the TV all day long, like you're not going to get more fit. You're not going to be healthy. You've got to put in the time, and so that's where the accountability piece comes in. Yeah, and I love what you that th this third bullet point that you made. I love this because it's kind of your uh, definition of success. Why don't you share that with the audience? Yeah, so uh, success is where preparation meets opportunity, and so we uh, in my sister squadron, in my first fighter squadron, the three thirty six fighter squadron, had a, a, a saying painted on the floor. It said, "Today I do what others won't, so tomorrow I do what others can't," and so. Uh. It's just so powerful. You've got to be ready uh, when the time comes. And the time to get ready is yesterday. You know, it's not right now because the opportunity is going to present itself. So you want to be as ready as you can. Yeah, you know, and that's really an important key issue that you, you said to me because when do you want to go dig your water well, when you're thirsty or beforehand, right? And that's one of the narratives that I'm giving to a lot of folks right now. You got to, I, matter of fact, I was beating that drum back in 20. You got to get ahead of this thing. We're going to get out of this thing. We're going to come out of it. But what we know is that, you know, the, uh, uh, you know, success favors the prepared, right? 
And yeah. how do you do that? How do you get ahead of this and do that? So I know that both you and Claire are really positioned to really help these companies make the turn and then get a solid system in there that's replicatable and duplicatable over and over again that can just build on it each time, right, to make sure that they're ensuring some success, but also getting the direction correct. Now, you said something important, that there's a visionary. Who, generally speaking, sits in that seat as a visionary for a company? Typically, it's the CEO or the founder, you know, whoever has the, the overarching where they want to take the company. They're, they're the creative problem solver, uh, the big picture. They love seeing it at 30,000 feet, you know, to kind of steal from the flying. Uh, they really, they don't like the, the day-to-day details. They, that's the integrator's job. They're much better just the, the big picture kind of person. Yeah. So that's casting the vision, as they say, right? That's right. How much, how much do you emphasize, uh, you know, your Christian values into what you're teaching some of these folks too? You know, it's surprising. A lot of the, uh, the companies that we work with are affiliated with C12 and, uh, you know, a lot of them, more than you would think, you know, more than 50% actually, uh, are, have some sort of Christian backgrounds with them. So it's been refreshing and it might be where we're at here in the Carolinas that, uh, you know, faith is very, very important, but yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, we talked about who inspires you. How do you inspire people? You know, it's uh, I, I try to just be as prepared as I possibly can. You you want to show up uh, ready to go and give them everything you've got and then some, right? You're just delivering value day in and day out. And so just you know, asking myself, how can I better serve this client? How can I, what can I do to take them to the next level? And just making yourself, you know, getting, doing, putting in the reps when no one's looking, reading the, the books, you know, really getting into the word so you can inspire them and you're ready in the moment, you know, versus not. Right. Uh, and obviously, do people know you're a Christian that you deal with, uh, you know, in, in the um, the companies that you go into? Yes. How do you express that with people? Because, you know, that's a, that's a soft issue right now. That's kind of, you know, kind of tender ground we're walking on, particularly in this environment we're in. How do you address that? You know, it's it's one of those things that you can you can kind of talk about it uh, just in interaction. And you know, we when we're doing our session days, obviously, you know, we're uh, we're eating together, uh, we're spending the whole day together, right? And so, uh, ask a blessing. You know, a lot of them are okay with that, and you know, or if, if they're not, then you know, you just uh, do it quietly by yourself. But uh, you know, just the interactions. We have a check in that we do every every meeting uh, with the client, and it's just to see how how they're doing. And just get a, a personal touch. And so, you know, talking about things that were very active with our church. And so being able to talk about, yeah, you know, we had this, you know, life group thing that we were doing today or, you know, just right. things like that. So that's a form of testimony, right? That kind of can maybe open the door in a soft way for people to get that. But also uh, with companies that are Christian-based, do, you, do, you, do they normally open up the meeting in prayer or is there anything like that that's done? Uh, it, normally I'll let the, the client uh, kind of dictate that. Yeah, I don't, right. I don't Push it on them for per right. se. Yeah. Right. Well, listen, folks, I want you to get out there and text the number 224-404-1988. And everyone that does that is going to receive Vision Traction Organizer. And I really highly recommend you go out there and get a copy of this thing. And then the first three people that text that number, 224-404-1988, with the keyword EOS, will receive a copy of of traction by Gino Wickman and I'm going to tell you that's a that's in my library and it's a very precious book so please get out there and do that well John I really appreciate this you're going to be back with us uh, for the next segment and we're going to bring this whole thing together in our next segment 
But I'm going to let you, I'm going to tease you. You got to come back and listen to this because there's a mystery subject that we're going to do to bring all this together. So stay tuned. I'm going to be right back with Claire Price and John Haney in our next session. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with our special guest, Claire Price and John Haney. Uh, and we're going to round table. I told you this is going to be a good one. Uh, what was that again, Claire? What is our subject? The special challenges of a Christian business owner in today's work environment. Okay. Since I, you came up with that wonderful uh, subject, I'm going to let you lead this conversation. So how do you see us helping Christian business leaders today in this environment? I think the most important thing that a Christian business owner has to have is, as the Bible says, good counselors a team of counselors with them. Um, I try to be one of those counselors as I'm working with my clients because one of the things that I do, Bob, and that's where I'm hoping that John and I can work together in the future, is I want to make sure that my clients have the best trusted advisor group they can possibly have. And I love that trusted advisor group to be Christians because if our heads are in front of Christ, our heads are together. So I look for uh, trusted advisors who are Christians or in various areas that business owners need, maybe may attorneys, maybe CPAs, maybe uh, another uh, business professional like John, so that they really have that that team of, of critical Christian-focused counselors. Yeah, and obviously want to pray for our leaders. I know that I do. Uh, pray for all the businesses I come involved with, uh, whether they're Christian or not, you know, making sure that we're bathing them in prayer uh, it, it, there's nothing more powerful in my estimation. And, and, you know, right now that's really critical. You brought something up, Claire, with what the, the thing, the challenges we're being faced with. And particularly, John, what, what, what do you see as the challenges for a Christian business in this environment and the ones you're working with? Well, you know, it's just the COVID has changed everything, you know, for everybody. And it's uh, trying to pivot and figure out, you know, what works and what doesn't work. You know, how do you run a business that is still worthy of the kingdom? And, you know, it's, it's just, you need that guidance exactly like Claire said, you know, that as one, you know, iron sharpens iron, so does one man another. It's, it's that, just that guidance, right? And, you know, with EOS, this one thing we do is I work with companies, all different types of companies. So you see kind of how different people do things. And so it gives you more of just, you know, a good way to give them different ideas of, hey, like, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? So different perspectives uh, mm-hmm. is very powerful, I would say. Yeah. And, you know, that you hit a note with me that being a trusted asset or trusted resource, I've kind of flipped the coin in the trusted advisor thing because it's an overused word. So what when we in our research found out when people really, particularly for salespeople that they gave a high rating to, they never referred to them as as salespeople. It was they were trusted assets, trusted resources, or, or they use the word trusted advisor. But I latched on to the, those two words, trusted asset and trusted resource. When you think about that, what would you really want to be to a client, right? An asset is something that's either a hard asset or a soft asset, right? And there's usually a return associated with that. And both of you guys deliver high return on what you're delivering to a company, okay? Uh, so asset and resource. Hey, you're the go-to person, right? Uh, like you said, you want to be a part of that whole advisory board or that board of advisors that they bring around a small mid-market company because also oftentimes they don't have that. You know, so where are they going for this advice? And what better way to express our faith than being able to help hold them accountable, keep them on the moral path, and also being in integrity? 
and serving with honor, right? So that's the kind of things, you know, it's interesting as I look back over the 20 plus years that I've had Samurai Business Group, uh, it is really kind of interesting what God brought me, not intentionally, I never set out that way, but about 70% of our clients are Christians. It's just amazing how he's just put that at us. Uh, I've been to meetings where we open in prayer, we close in prayer, we pray for the food that we have. Uh, we pray for the highs and we pray for the lows, you know. So uh, there's nothing, you know, more gratifying to me than working with a Christian business group uh, that, you know, understands that and wants to integrate their faith in the work that they do. And that's what, you know, I learned through, uh, through C12, to much to their credit, that, you know, you can't bifurcate your life and that you got to be the same all seven days a week. Uh, all the way through everything that you do. You can't be put, putting you know, your social life in a box and your faith life and your business life in a box. It's integrating of those. What's your guys' thoughts about that, Claire, as far as something like that? I think that that's absolutely true. And the other thing I'd like to add to what you just said, Bob, is that Christian business owners today need to seek to have influence over the business mountain, over the areas where they are in, control and areas where they may just be able to touch someone. Because as we extend our influence as Christians, we will begin to see changes that need to be, that need to happen um, in this, in this world, in this country. John, your thoughts. Yeah, I think it comes down to really honesty is, uh, is so powerful. I mean, you look at the organizations that are struggling today and a lot of them, you know, they're just not willing to be honest with themselves and with each other and the issues that they're facing. And so, just first calling it out, you know, enter the danger, acknowledge we have problems and acknowledge that we're going to fix them and be committed to it. You know, that's just not brushing things under the rug or pretending, like you said, pretending to be one thing to one person, pretending to be, you know, another. So just really being who you are uh, and being confident in that. Well, you know, you, you said you said something there that really struck a chord because one of the key words that we work on also is trust. Obviously, in sales, you better have a you better be trustworthy, okay? Uh, more than any other profession, practically, other than maybe the medical profession. But you really have to be trustworthy. And unfortunately, you know, we get painted with a brush that brush is that's less than trustworthy sometimes, right? The used car sales guy, or with the you know the uh, timeshare guy, or whatever it might be, and uh, that's a total misnomer. So you got got that hurdle to get over right there. Um, but the other thing I'd share with you guys, and, and you, you may know this or not, but my training in C12, what I found out was the average Christian business owner has influence over 1,500 people. That's wow. bigger than most churches. And wow. the point of that whole thing is between their customers, their employees, and their vendors. You think about the ministry of that, okay? And when we start looking at that, just even helping them to understand that, right? Because oftentimes they're just looking the four walls of their building. They're not looking out there outside of that. I mean, we all get into that trap, right? It's like going to church and you're talking to the holy huddle. But that's not what God put us here for. That's not what Jesus' ministry was, right? It was out there. And so, uh, you know, and the fact that work is mentioned more times in the Bible than worship, okay? So he planted us here for that. So being, you know, I know that in the, in the last, even since this show, I've gotten much more intentional. And th this show is really, you know, about what my growth out of coming out of C12. Uh, I, the first year that of uh, the show, I filled up the whole my whole dance card with my brothers and sisters in Christ that were in C12 because they understand exactly what this was about, right? Integrating your faith in work. So Claire, uh, going out into this mountain of business that we talked about and the group we're in, how are you know how do you see yourself you know helping with that? I think the most important thing that I can do is be bold about my Christian faith. 
mm-hmm. to uh, not hide it under a bushel, as as uh, we as the Bible says. Uh, we have we have to be um, we have to be honest. We have to have that integrity, and we have to have that congruency of work and faith, and show that it doesn't have to be preaching. It doesn't have to be. Right. It can be done just simply by the way that you make choices. I have been presented in my life. I'm sure both you and John have as well of, of times where I could easily uh, get a better advantage if I lied or cheated or, you know, did, did uh, the wrong thing and right. uh, not, not, don't want to go there. Okay. That's great. Well, listen, folks, get out there and text us again at 224-404-1988. And Claire is giving away uh, two books uh, or two free hour sessions with her. So this is really precious with the keyword Octane, O-C-T-A-I-N. So make sure you get out there and text this. And the keyword is Octane to qualify for the first two that do this. They're going to get a one hour of her time. And I'm, it's very precious. And if you get out there and text us at that same number, 224-404-1980 with the keyword EOS, John is going to give the first three people the copy of the book Traction by Gino Wickman. Both of these are fabulous prizes and fabulous gifts. Listen, folks, stay tuned for us for next week, every week here on Saturday, noon to 1 o'clock here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Get out and look at our website, check out our resources, and also... Hit that donation button. That's what this ministry is all about. We'll see you Thanks next for Saturday. Us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.